Good morning. This is Dina Marie, host of The Voice of the Shepherd and Faith Moments with a Saint Moment on Mater Dei Radio. Well, how many times have you prayed for good health for yourself or for a loved one, maybe for a surgery to go well? Well, even in the time of Jesus, many people flocked to him for special healing, for cures, for a miracle, for the blind, for the lame, for the deaf, for poor and widows. They all sought the special healing power of Jesus. Well, today, the Catholic Church on February 11th recognizes the World Day of the Sick on February 11th. It's a reminder to bring our greatest needs to Jesus, but also through the loving heart and arms of our Blessed Virgin Mary. Well, today with me, Father James Kubicki, Jesuit priest, is going to help us reflect on this special day in the church and how Our Lady is really part of bringing about healing in Jesus Christ. Good morning, Father James. Thanks for coming back on the program. Good morning, Dina Marie. You know, what's so beautiful is how our Blessed Mother participated in the work of Jesus. You know, certainly praying before Pentecost for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But we see her in the Gospel of John, chapter 2, where at a wedding feast, they run out of wine. And she informs Jesus of this fact. And it kind of leads to the first miracle, the first sign of Jesus that sets in motion events that will ultimately lead to his suffering and death and resurrection. But in the year 1858, in France, Lourdes, France, our Blessed Mother appeared to a 14-year-old girl named Bernadette. Uh, I love the movie, The Song of Bernadette. If, if you and our listeners have not seen it, I highly recommend it. It's a wonderful movie that came out in the 1940s and uh, one uh, Academy Award for uh, the best picture. So it's, it's a wonderfully done movie about the apparitions of Mary to St. Bernadette. Over a period of several months, she appeared 17 more times uh, until July of that year. And she revealed herself as the Immaculate Conception. Now, this was a dogma of the, the church uh, very much from the beginning, but it hadn't been declared as part of the faith until nine, eight, uh, excuse me, 1854, when Pope Blessed Pius IX declared that uh, to be a Catholic, you need to believe in this dogma. This is, is part of our re, uh, faith. And so four years after that, our Blessed Mother appears to uh, St. Bernadette. She eventually did become a saint. And declared herself to be the Immaculate Conception, asked Bernadette to pray for the conversion of sinners, and showed her where there would be a grotto. Um, there was going to be a spring of water that sprang up right there. And to this day, the people flock to Lourdes to this spring of water in order to receive healing. Our Lady of Lords Feast Day on February 11th. And it's it's wonderful to hear the story. And I think what an in, important time that Our Lady reveals herself as the Immaculate Conception while this is being shared throughout the Universal Church. It wasn't something that every Catholic knew, and particularly Bernadette, from what I know about her life. She was pretty... Um, didn't have much education. Her family probably wouldn't even have heard of this declaration. Um, so the significance of Our Lady uh, focusing on who she is, uh, but also this idea of healing and this grotto that that we know today has such um, amazing 
miracles that have been associated with it. Uh, now, you've been there before, haven't you, Father James? Give us a sense of what Lourdes is like and why people make a pilgrimage there. Yes. Um, in June, uh, several years back, I went with a group of pilgrims to France and to Lourdes in particular. And, um, you know, it's an amazing experience because you see thousands of people gather to pray the rosary. And there's a candle lit procession. There's a procession with the Blessed Sacrament to um, a, one of the churches there. And I celebrated mass in the actual grotto where uh, the water emanates from. And I went into the waters myself. And many people, that the, all the pilgrims that I was with, which included a, a few children, we all went into the waters praying for healing, either for ourselves or for uh, people that we were bringing in our hearts for healing. It really was an amazing experience uh, to enter into that water, um, which is quite cold. And everyone who experienced this, when you got out of the water and um, got dressed again, it was amazing. Everyone said, you know, it was as though the water evaporated almost instantaneously as soon as we left the water. And so what I saw was uh, a young man in a wheelchair who I think was developmentally disabled uh, and was shaking. And I thought, oh, my goodness, how is he ever going to um, be able to get into that water? And the people who are there, volunteers, helped him into the water. I did not see that part. But what I did see is afterwards, he was part of this procession, Eucharistic procession, and he was so calm I couldn't believe that it was the same young man that was, was shaking and agitated before he had gone into the waters. So the waters have healing properties, both physically and spiritually for people. It's so beautiful. And more recently, we've connected this, um, thanks to, I think, Pope St. John Paul II, this, this place and this date with uh, World Day of the Sick. Uh, give us a little sense of that and just recognizing um, the role that the sick do play. I mean, Jesus went and sought out the sick and the suffering, didn't he? Right. And in 1992, Pope St. John Paul II instituted this annual celebration, a World Day of the Sick, on the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. And the idea was to pray for caregivers, doctors, nurses, spouses who are caring for a loved one at home, parents who are caring for their children who need special attention, but also to pray with and for the sick that they may come to see their sufferings as a way that they can participate in the redemption, that they unite their suffering, their cross, to the uh, suffering of Jesus. They unite their cross to the cross of Jesus, and in that way play a role in the ongoing work of the church. And every year, the Pope gives us a message um, for this annual World Day of the Sick. And I'd, I'd like to share, Dina Marie, with you and our listeners, part of that message from Pope Francis this year. Here's what he says. Let us turn our thoughts to the Shrine of Lourdes, a prophetic lesson entrusted to the Church for our modern times. It is not only what functions well or those who are productive that matter, Sick people, in fact, are the center of God's people, and the church advances together with them as a sign of humanity in which everyone is precious and no one should be discarded or left 
behind. That was part of his message, which was entitled uh, a phrase from the story of the Good Samaritan, take care of him. So the Pope's message to us is, let's take care of one another, the well for the sick and the sick praying for the needs of the whole church. Yeah, that's a powerful message from Pope Francis. And I know how many times he has over uh, the last few years really talked about caregivers, caring for one another, uh, the elderly, grandparents. I mean, he I mean, and I see him as my grandfather, you know, Papa, Papa Francis, that we are um, one in our weakness. We realize how much we need Christ, how much really we ultimately, all of us, whether we're strong physically or weak physically, we need Christ, but we also need each other. And I think that message you just read, Father, reminds me that we need to be in community. We need to have family. It starts there, and then it grows uh, wherever we are planted. And and maybe just how Our Lady of Lourdes and this feast day can help us to really kindle those communities of support, particularly around those who are weak. That's right. You know. Um... We need Christ, and we, the church, the baptized, are the body of Christ. And so the way Jesus heals us and is present in our lives today, certainly through the Holy Eucharist, but then through his living body, the church, we are the hands, the feet, the heart of Jesus active in our world today. Our Lady of Lourdes, pray for us. What a great day to celebrate again on February 11th, both the World Day of the Sick and Our Lady of Lourdes. I hope you have a chance to go to Mass on that beautiful feast day. Thank you, Father James, for spending a little time with us today. Would you help us close with your prayer and blessing? Very happy to do so. Heavenly Father, God of love, thank you for Jesus, your son, and your son's mother, Mary, who has come to us with a message of peace that we pray for conversion and to bring healing to ourselves and to our world. Here are the prayers that we offer now, especially for those who care for the sick and those who are suffering in any way. And bless us all in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Father James, and have a blessed day. You too, Dina Marie.